Good evening. It's good to see you this evening. I appreciate everyone's presence this evening and your interest in spiritual things. I hope that the words that I prepared are helpful to you in your daily walk of life. Uh, As you can see on the screen, we're going to be talking about Enoch this evening and talking about what it means to walk with God. Uh, Whenever you read this passage that uh, I have up on the screen, uh, Genesis 5.24, Enoch walked with God and he was not, for God took him. It's, it's an amazing statement, right? I mean, he walked with God and he was not, for God took him. God took Enoch. Uh, you know, how many times in the scriptures do we read about God taking people? Uh, you know, we have him, we have Elijah, we have Jesus being taken uh, in that way. And, and we don't have a whole lot of information about Enoch, but we're going to be looking at what information we do have about Enoch in order to try to learn a little bit more about this man. And, and in order to understand for ourselves how we can walk with God and so that hopefully God will take us when our lives are over uh, as he has promised First of all, I want to talk about walking and think about what it means to walk with someone. Uh, Whenever my wife and I uh, got married, that's something that we started doing and we just kind of kept doing it. We just go for a little walk around our property and it's a good opportunity for us to share our concerns, our problems, uh, plans, ideas, uh, relate to each other. Uh, It helps to unify us and and helps us to grow together toward the same purpose and the same goals in our lives. And now that we have kids, we're we're strolling the kids around our property and and doing the same thing. And and, and we're developing that relationship and growing in our relationship with one another. Uh, Proverbs says that whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. And I think that it's very important for us to realize who we walk with is going to have an impact on our lives. And and as I walk with my wife, I'm spending that time with her and hopefully we're sharing wisdom and we're growing together. But if we choose in this life to walk with those who are unwise, what the proverb writer Solomon says is, we'll suffer harm. So whenever we think about Enoch walking with God... And we start thinking about what it might mean to walk with God and and how we need to be doing that. I want us to to realize that walking with God is sharing and and experiencing His wisdom and, and experiencing His knowledge and His love as we go throughout our lives and be thinking about all of these things as we study together. The first thing we're going to do is look at why we need to walk with God. Whenever we open up our Bibles to look at the story of Enoch, it's really brief, right? We have uh, Genesis chapter 5, verse 24, and, and there's not a whole lot else there. But he's talked about as well in the Hebrew letter. And, and I want to look at uh, what is said specifically about Enoch in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 5. We're going to focus in on Hebrews 11, verse 5 and, and dissect it and see how, how it is that we need to walk with God. The, the importance of it. If you're there with me, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 5, you remember this is, uh, you know, all these heroes of faith. It says, By faith Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death. And he was not found because God had taken him. Now before he was taken, 
he was commended as having pleased God. That, that shares a little bit more information with us about the story of Enoch. And I want to talk about a few things that it shares with us. First of all, I want to start with the end. It says that Enoch pleased God. He was commended because he pleased God. How many people have a mentality that it's not possible to please God? That God is maybe a judgmental God or a harsh God or He's, he's trying to give me commandments to do things that I have the, to not do things that I have the right to do or to do things that I don't really want to do and He just, He spoils all our fun. Well, that's not God at all. Uh, he's, he's, he's giving us things that are in our best interest, that are good for us, in order for us to be good like God. The first reason why we need to walk with God is because God is good. That's what He is. He's good. He is all good. Everything He does is good all the time. Despite what people might say, everything that the all-seeing, all-knowing, all-powerful God has in mind for His creation is good. Can we see it? Well, you know, we're kind of limited. (laughs) We're not all-seeing. We're not all-knowing. We're not all-powerful. We're kind of limited in our ability to see the good that God has in store and to see the, the good that God sees in things that are difficult. But God is good. And He knows what's good and He knows what's best for us, even when we don't. Romans chapter 11, 33-36 says, Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God! How unsearchable are His judgments and how inscrutable His ways! For who has known the mind of the Lord? Or who has been His counselor? Of, uh, or who has given a gift to Him that He might be repaid? For from Him and through Him and to Him are all things. To Him be glory forever. Amen. You see, God is good and wise and and just and He's all-knowing. And we should want to walk with a God who is good and wonderful and all-knowing like that because then we become like that God. Then we start to uh, unify our purpose as we're walking together. And that's what He wants from us. That's what He desires. As as we see in Hebrews, Enoch pleased God. It's possible to please this God. We can please God. He is good. Not only can we please Him, but He also desires to help us. This is a God who is is trying to help us, help ourselves in this life. He's trying to provide what we need for us each day. Whenever we look at the Psalms, uh, one, uh, well, first of all, in Hebrews 11.5, uh, whenever we read this, we see that He took Enoch so that he would not see death, right? He helped Enoch escape death. He took him up off the earth without allowing him to experience the curse that man was given in the garden in the beginning. You see how he wants to help? He desires to help. He doesn't want us to experience the curse. He wants to bless us 
And that's exactly what he did for Enoch. Now, Psalm 34 is a, is a very encouraging text. We're going to read a couple verses out of there. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Uh, verse 5 says, Those who look to him are radiant, and their faces shall never be ashamed. They're radiant. Right? They have no cause for shame. Why? Because they're, they're, they're doing good and, and He is good. Verse 8. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in Him. Verse 15. The eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous and His ears toward their cry. He sees, He knows, He's listening. Verse 19 and 20, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He keeps all his bones. Not one of them is broken. And that's an obvious reference to us uh, of Christ. God wants to be a helper. He wants to be who we seek in our times of trouble, in our struggles in life. He wants to be the one that we look to as we're walking in life. He wants to walk with us and help us to handle all of the difficulties and the afflictions that the righteous will endure in this life. That's the kind of God that Enoch walked with. And that's the reason why we need to be... the The kind of people who want to walk with God. The third reason as we look at Hebrews chapter 11 verse 5 is we see that Enoch was taken up. God took Enoch. Enoch saw no death. Okay? And what do we have revealed to us in the New Testament? God has taken away the sting of death. He has has revealed it to us that Those who die in Christ will be raised again and will be resurrected to new life and ascend to heaven. And not only that, but those who are alive when the Lord descends, when He comes back again, they won't see death either. It'll be a lot like Enoch. That's a very good motivation, right? Eternity is a pretty decent benefit of walking with our Creator. And He wants to give that to us. He wants to have that relationship with us. We need to walk with God in order to receive the boundless supply of spiritual life that He gives us each and every day. Everything that He's promised Everything that He has done in all eternity up until this point has been done in order to help us to walk with Him, to experience life with Him. You know, in thinking about our struggles in this life and trying to to withstand the devil and and all the evil that's around us, uh, I was reading and I saw an illustration of a Scottish castle. And this castle was being invaded and the invaders had besieged it, right? So they had no food and they're in the castle and the invaders think, okay, well, we've surrounded them for long enough. Let's go send somebody in there and command that they surrender. They've got to be starving to death. And in response, those Scottish people in the castle threw over a line of fresh fish because they had an underground tunnel that was leading to an endless supply of fresh fish. Surrounded by enemies, 
they still had life. And they had it abundantly, and they had it as much as they could possibly desire it. And that's what God has promised to give to those who desire to walk with Him. He's giving us life. He's feeding us with His Word and with His wisdom and with His knowledge and with His hope and love. So we need to walk with God. Enoch walked with God. Because God was good, because God helped him, and because God was willing to take him up. So what does, what does that look like? What does Enoch's walking with God look like? And how are we going to follow after that same pattern? Well, if you're there in uh, Hebrews chapter 11 uh, still, you see the very next verse, verse 6, it says, And without faith it is impossible to please Him, For whoever would draw near to God must believe that He exists and that He rewards those who seek Him. The first part, in 11 verse 5, it says, By faith Enoch was taken up and he was found to have pleased God. And then now it says, Without faith it's impossible to please Him. You see that in order to walk with God and have that relationship with God, you have to trust the fact that He truly is as good as He says that He is. He truly desires to help you and to allow you the benefits of the spiritual blessings that He offers. Even when life gets tough, do you want to trust Him? You're not walking beside a fallible, weak man. You're walking beside the Creator of the universe. Trust Him. Trust His power. Trust His ability. Have faith in God. Have faith in His Word. Enoch walked with God because he believed what God said. He believed that God is good, that He created all these things, and that He made them so that man could live with Him in the garden. But unfortunately, man was weak. Another reason, another uh, way that we can see walking with God and how that looks is in another text that we're going to look at. Look at uh, verses 13 through 16 of Hebrews chapter 11. This is kind of a summary statement. You know, he's got all these men of faith being listed in Hebrews 11, and then you get to verse 13, and this kind of applies. Uh, I think it, it directly applies, but it's interesting. So let's read. Verse 13, it says, These all died in faith. Did Enoch die? Well, no, he didn't die, but hang on. So these all died in faith, not having received the things promised, but having seen them and greeted them from afar and having acknowledged that they were strangers and exiles on the earth. For people who speak thus make it clear that they are seeking a a homeland. If they had been thinking of that land from which they had gone out, they would have had opportunity to return. But as it is, they desire a better country that is a heavenly one. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for He has prepared for them a city. Now you look at that and you think, well, Enoch didn't die, but the other people did. And Enoch died in 
or they died in faith that they would receive this land, right? They would receive this city that was promised. But they, while they were here, what were they doing? They were living as strangers and exiles, right? So that's what this text tells us, is that all these people, while they were living here on this earth, they had a, a hope of another city, another place that they could go. And as they were living here, they were strangers and exiles. I think that the strangers and exiles on the earth is the idea, the same idea as dying in faith. That idea of dying with Christ. The idea of putting yourself off in order to do what God says, in order to obey God and, and, and walk with God. You're living as a stranger. You're living as an exile on the earth. You're rebelling against the world. You're resisting the temptation to walk with the world and embracing the idea that you can walk with God. You can walk with your Creator. We know that Enoch resisted the world. He was a stranger and an exile on the earth because what Jude reveals to us about his prophecy, the thing that that Enoch said, we have just this one last little bit of information about Enoch. I think it's very interesting. Jude uh, verses 14 through 16 says, It was also about these that Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied, saying, Behold, the Lord comes with ten thousand of His holy ones to execute judgment. And on all and to convict all the ungodly of all their deeds of ungodliness that they have committed in such an ungodly way. And all the harsh things that ungodly sinners have spoke, spoken against him. You see Enoch pronouncing judgment here against the ungodly because of the ungodly way in which they have done their ungodly deeds. Enoch stood up and said, you are being ungodly, you are being uh, acting in a way that is shameful to the God that I walk with. And he pronounced that judgment against those who were in the world. Seems like he probably wouldn't have won many popularity contests in telling people God is going to judge you for acting so ungodly in such an ungodly way. Because Enoch was willing to stand with God and walk with Him. He wasn't looking for favoritism. He wasn't looking for popularity on the earth. If you want to understand better what it's like to walk with God, you need to understand walking with God does not look like what everyone else is doing. It doesn't look like fitting in and joining the crowd. Walking with God oftentimes requires doing the things that will lose favor with men. And Enoch did that, and we ought to be willing to do that as well. One more passage uh, that I want to tell you, talk to you about, and the lesson will be yours, is uh, that walking with God looks like 
walking in the light. You, you know this text, 1 John chapter 1, 5-7. through 7, This is the message we have heard from Him and proclaim to you that God is light and in Him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with Him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. We have fellowship with God and He has fellowship with us. And the blood of Jesus His Son cleanses us from all sin. You remember what I said at the beginning, the need to to walk with God is because He's so good, because He desires to help us, and because He wants to give us eternity. Here we have Him explaining to us, we walk in the light and He will give us exactly what we need. The blood of Jesus to forgive us of all of our sins. Enoch pleased God. Was Enoch perfect? I I don't know that he was. But Enoch had faith that God would provide a way for them to be together for all eternity. And now we have it fully revealed to us, God's mechanism for providing us with all eternity through His Son and our Savior, Jesus. His blood cleanses us from all sin. You have to walk in the light. You have to have faith in God and enough faith to not rely on yourself and and walk in darkness thinking you can make it happen yourself or something along those lines. You have to believe that God is going to provide the means you need and you have to desire to do His will throughout your time here. It's a struggle, but God has promised to help us and He is going to do that. Thank you very much for your time. If anybody uh, has a need to begin your walk with God, we want to encourage you to do that before it's eternally too late. And if you're struggling in your walk, I hope these words have encouraged you. Thank you. Please come as we stand and sing.